0: Today we will talk about spiritual nature of discovery. This is an article that I wrote almost um, uh, six years ago and I thought of converting this into podcast and that's why um, uh, six years ago was uh, the famous Indian mathematician Ramanujan's uh, birth anniversary and I uh, allude to that. Last month was 125th birth anniversary of famous Indian mathematician Ramanujan. He was a spiritual mathematician and always said that all his equations and mathematical insights expressed the thought of God and considered them as a gift from Goddess Damagiri. This was his famous, his uh, uh, personal Hardcore mathematicians scoffed at his metaphysical pronouncements, and yet he pioneered number theory and laid its foundation through its his theorems which are still being proved and deciphered after a hundred years by some of the top mathematicians of the world. Similarly, the great discoveries of Newton, Einstein, Tesla, I call them the giants of humanity, have all bordered on metaphysical. Half of Newton's life was devoted to understanding the scientific principles behind God and he devoted a substantial part of his life in writing about them. Einstein in his young age also wrote songs about God which he used to sing to himself. Besides, he was a strong believer in the relationship between science and spirituality. He wrote, I maintain that the cosmic religious feeling is the strongest and noblest motive for scientific research. Tesla, one of the greatest inventors of last century, seems to be, seemed to be periodically pluck his inventions from thin air. He always said that most of his ideas came in a flash and the whole machines and the trail working were shown to him. Similar was the case of Barbara McClintock who had a metaphysical experience and saw the phenomena of jumping genes, which later on won her the Nobel Prize in medicine in 1983. However, she was ridiculed for almost 20 years because such metaphysical insights are not considered a part of mainstream science. It seems that all the great discoveries, inventions and creative outputs like composition of classical music by Bach, Beethoven, etc. have been the result of mystical experience. Though most people consider this as a product of prepared mind, yet ideas which are revolutionary or change the course of mankind's history or bring in quantum jump in our understanding are a product of a nimble brain which somehow plucks the knowledge, like magic from knowledge space, especially when no physical proof exists. Sometimes it appears that God's smile on chosen few who are blessed with great idea, whether in the realm of philosophy, science, mathematics, or music. An element of spiritual connection seems to exist when a great thought or discovery takes place. Patanjali, the great Indian sage, has spoken about this connection when he says that any knowledge of the universe can be obtained by samyam on it. Sayam, as you have discussed before, is a combination of concentration, contemplation, and samadhi on any idea. All great discoveries like that of Einstein, Newton, Tesla, Darwin, etc. All great discoverers like Einstein, Newton, Tesla, Darwin, etc. were endowed with tremendous power of concentration. This together with prepared mind helped them in the discoveries. The practice of Sayyam also points to the fact that those not blessed with a nimble brain can produce a powerful prepared mind by sheer hard work. An interesting facet of the discovery process is that most of these great discoveries were self-discoverers were self-taught. Their genius flowed flowered at an early age by a single even, either by being exposed to a book, in the case as in the case of Ramanujan or Enrico Fermi, or to a compass as in the case of Einstein. Such innocuous events triggered in their minds, as if by magic, a tremendous hunger for knowledge. Also all these great thinkers talked about oneness of everything. Half of his life, Einstein struggled to develop a theory of everything in which he wanted to connect every aspect of the universe, which included gravity and quantum mechanics. Similarly, Ramanujan, Tesla, Macklin talk etc. all talked about oneness of life and they all wanted to see the interconnections in everything surrounding us. With deep thought or sayyam on a particular thing for a long time, the the brain can become very sensitive and a powerful receiver of knowledge. Such a sensitive brain can identify itself with any idea or object in the world and gets a feeling of oneness of the universe. Once Sri Ram Krishna, the great saint of Bengal, while in a heightened state of awareness, saw a person walking in the grass and felt as if that person was walking on his chest. He had identified himself with the grass as if it was an extension of him. Similar things have been observed by people who are high on drugs like LSD, where every small movement or movement becomes outsized and they experience it directly. Nevertheless, it is a human mind which is a receiver of the idea or knowledge and there is a curiosity to know what is the mechanism by which it happens. Knowledge is of two types, internal and external. The internal knowledge is the outcome of memory and information stored in the brain and its churning and processing by Sanya. External knowledge is gained when the deep thought interacts with the object of perception. This interaction takes place when the prepared mind produces a thought whose template starts actively matching with the object of perception and with samyam on it, the thought template eventually matches the object in a lock and key type interaction leading to its complete knowledge. The knowledge about Universal Consciousness or God or what is the structure of the universe already exists in knowledge space that we have spoken before and is excess whenever the earth passes through this space in its long journey around the Milky Way. Hence, it is a time dependent and not a person dependent. Even if they were somebody else other than Newton or Einstein, they would have received the knowledge provided they had a prepared mind. It is also the reason why quite a number of people with prepared mind get similar ideas simultaneously and independently. The renaissance period in Europe and the spiritual awakening in India in late 1800s are some of the examples when a large number of enlightened souls pushed the frontiers of knowledge. As the earth passes through the knowledge space, it somehow attracts great thought which comes also in a human form. This may be the easiest and energy-wise most efficient way for knowledge seeding of the earth. Thus Christ, Buddha, Ramakrishna, Einstein, Newton, Ramanujan, and many more like them are all great spiritual beings who came on this planet earth to increase the knowledge of mankind.